Hello and welcome to the Friendship Therapy Podcast. I'm your host, Caleb, brought to you as always with co-host Trevor. And today we're going to have a conversation, as we do. Uh, we're going to try to kind of discover something together. We came up with, someone brought up a topic and we're like, oh, that's interesting. Let's discover that. But before we get into that, uh, how's your week been? It's been fun. I am finally and like seriously committed to learning uh, programming and more specifically uh, JavaScript. And I am thoroughly enjoying it. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm obviously I'm happy to hear that. Yeah. It's been a it's been a hot minute mm. that this has been a thing that that you've thought about doing, tried doing, had some some success, some failures, stopped doing, gone on the side path for years, and yeah. then brought up again, tried again, side path, and mm. now you're doing it. And this time yeah. it's it's connecting. And I think we talked about this on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, actually. Like when you said, I'm considering doing it. Yeah. And we talked about schedules and like putting it together. And I think you were like, I'm excited to see how it goes this time. Mm. So as an update, it's going well. Yeah, it's going really well. What's been like, um, what's been different this time, you think? Um, consistency. Uh, so like I've learned that doing a task over and over again, at least for myself, creates this more of like a desire to do it rather than, oh, it's something I have to do. And so mm -hmm. now because I've stuck with it so long, it's like, well, living a day isn't living a day without JavaScript kind of thing. Like it's something I just want to do during that day. And then also like, I don't know, I just kind of want to, do something i want to work towards something so there's that going like i always feel like that but like lately i haven't been doing it and this time like i'm getting a taste of what it feels like again and i'm like oh my gosh mm. <laughs> give me give me <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's awesome i've been seeing that um what you said about the first part wherein when you do something you like you get into the point where like there's not a day that goes that doesn't happen where you don't like study some you know um web development um in like uh the like the native shark methodology and like some of the writings of nico um one of the ways that he puts it he phrases it like when you are committing to learn a thing learn a skill he's like if you envision yourself as the kind of person that does that thing it becomes much easier to make choices that lead towards you accomplishing the thing that you want to learn because it it reduces decision making which reduces mental load which makes it more likely to, to achieve because the less you have to think about something in other terms the more it becomes system one rather than system two from that book that we're not going to talk about right now yeah um, <laughs> but the more it becomes that the easier it becomes right so in the context of, of what nico is saying like like with the, the native shark like it like the first bits of native shark it kind of like what you're using it like there's those little inter things which they kind of like encourage you to like study in different habits and things like that like talks about like building habits so one of these ones is like if, you, if you're the kind of person that you know studies web development and that you decide that that means that you filter out a lot of choices like you, you say well could i do this or could i do that with my time well i'm the person that studies web development every day so therefore i cannot do x because that would prevent me from doing the thing that i do every single day Mm -hmm. So it's like a, a framing, which you just, you just described that, but I was putting it into another context. Yeah. A hundred percent. How about you? Anything new last week or so? Been some spice. <laughs> <laughs> some spice. 
there's been some spice man um yeah well one thing that just happened today was my flights got canceled from it was today's the 5th of march 2021 right and i had these i had tickets bought to fly back to the united states for moving i don't know if i said that on the podcast or not but that's happening i'm moving back to the united states Woo. anyway um that was happening on the 21st I had tickets it was all set um i did that like three weeks ago and like a month ago this morning canceled okay so i had to figure that out that was some spice yeah um the all the like investment deals i've been working on all those closed closed 100 percent commit committal rate from from all the investors who wanted to invest that reached out all of them filled fulfilled their their commitments or their soft commits became hard commits yeah that's good to hear actually i don't think you've told me that yet that's really good. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's pretty wild, huh? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's all done now. It's like all checks have landed. It's all closed. Now I, I get to build for the future and think about a new set of, of things. That other set is closed out. Yeah. Um, And then, I mean, those are the biggest, like, interesting things that happened that have influenced my thinking this week. Hmm. Um. Oh, I'm getting a wisdom tooth pulled out before <gasps> I leave. Oh, that's good. It's my gonna other, be so much cheaper other over there. Yeah, bro. I'm saying, dude, it's like, dude, I think it's like less than a hundred dollars. That's insane. So yeah, cheap. I know. It's crazy. Did, it, did you did you have a lot of pain when you pulled the first one, or was it not too bad? Dude, not at all. It was okay. crazy. I expected there to be pain the whole time. It wasn't painful when it happened, and then I immediately went to work after because this was 2020 when I was insane. Mm-hmm. So I had my wisdom tooth pulled out, and I just freaking walked over to the office and just worked for another five hours. What, dude? The day that my wisdom tooth got pulled out. <laughs> when I had my wisdom teeth out, late teenage years, I think, I was bedridden for two weeks. I was in so much pain. Dude, yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. I was expecting that, but it, it didn't happen. Fortunate. I know, right? I, I want to say, like, I don't know if it's true, but it might be somewhat due to the way that they do it here. Like, in the United States, like, you can have all four wisdom teeth pulled out at one time. They'll do that for you if you want it. Or they'll do, like, two of them at a time. They don't here. They only do one at a time. Hmm. They, they will not pull more than one wisdom tooth at a time. Um, so I don't know if you had more than one pulled at a time. All four. Yeah. See, like, I think that destroys you a lot more than because mm. the, the philosophy here is if you had more than one of them pulled out at a time, your body would be put into a state of having to handle a lot of repair and a lot of pain. Yeah. And it would disc, it would make it so you couldn't do the things you need to do in your in your daily life as easily. So yeah. they want they want it to be as least of an inconvenience as possible. Uh huh. So they only pull out one at a time. Like, I don't even think they will pull out more than one if you ask. Maybe they do. But like, they're like... No, we only do one at a time. So if you want to get more than one, you have to schedule four appointments or two appointments or whatever. For me, I only need two to get pulled out. So that's why. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. That and another thing that they have that I've never seen anywhere else is there's this little like dissolvable foam thing that's like, that's like a cone mm-hmm. that they they shove in your your hole, the hole that the wisdom tooth is. And whilst the thing heals it dissolves the the it breaks down the thing and it's like sterile and all that shit and so that you can actually basically eat right away because 
you don't have a hole, so you don't have to worry about stuff getting stuck in it. What? Yeah. And you have to worry it's about dry, like dry sockets. A hundred percent. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's so. The smart. point of it is to combat dry socket. Mm. I've only maybe other countries do this, but I've only seen it in Japan. And like I look like they they're like give me the little pamphlet because you know it's optional, right? They're like do, it's like thirty dollars more. Do you want to do this? And they like give you like the little pamphlet and like here here's a, like it's like some it's got like patented technology, blah, blah, blah. So like, it might be a Japanese pa um, patented technology. I'm, I'm assuming other places in the world use it, but I've never seen it in the U S but it was yeah. crazy, man. I was like, oh. hell yeah. Give me that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was awesome. So I got it. Another wisdom tooth pulled out and I'm like, I'm worried. Cause like, I'm just always like afraid of surgery, but if it, if it goes like the last one, then it won't be bad. I think the more crazy part is that it's only like a week and a half before I'm leaving now. So I will still have a bloody mouth whilst I'm flying over the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little bit different. I'm I'm actually like slightly concerned that it like the change in altitude is going to cause it to like, you know, swell and unswell and be painful. Really? Right. Cause like when you go up and down in the flight, your body like inflates and deflates. Yeah. Like you get bloated and unbloated when you go up yeah. and down. So like if you just had major surgery like you can't fly for example mm. it's not major surgery though and it's within yeah. a, it's more than a week so it should be fine that's what i'm but saying like, i'm like it's just a tooth i don't i don't think it's gonna cause yeah. that much of an issue yeah well you know like my brain considers all the options yeah <laughs> what's the worst thing that can happen brain think that <laughs> yeah yeah it should be well i mean the worst thing that can happen isn't even that bad so yeah well relatively speaking yeah. you can go <laughs> of the probable trail, of the probable <laughs> worst case options um it's not even that bad so yeah. we chill in hmm. so i think that's the oh another thing is i we finally got the first episode of this podcast uh published oh yeah yeah that we was did. exciting um our last D, D session was dope i think a hundred percent oh my gosh it was so yeah. much fun I, hmm. We had a lot of fun, the two of us specifically. Like, yeah, was, we did. There was a lot of fun, like back and forth role play that we had between some oh, of that the was dope. NPCs and your character. Yeah, I lo I loved the amount of um, improvisation that we did. Yeah, yeah. Which is why when I was talking to Chie about it afterwards, she was saying that she thinks like if we really want to, you know, work towards building something neat with the the D and D, and we want to like build a show. We we should we could use it as a as a way of getting better at acting. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was really cool. No, I think it's genius. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So we'll see how that evolves. Yeah. Marking it out to the to the to the internet as a thing that we're thinking about, and then we'll come back in the like a couple months and see if that became true or not. Uh huh. I'm just excited to get some of the vods on YouTube. So that people that haven't had a chance to follow along with the actual live streams can, can take a peek at what we've been up to with the D and D. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's gonna be sweet. We'll get those published soon. Mm -hmm. mm. Well, on that note, okay. So the topic, I tried to come up with a way to to write it, and so. Uh, we'll we'll go from there and then we'll see if it makes sense yeah. um but like for context like this is something that trevor and i have been kind of thinking about but we don't have a 
like this isn't a reflection this is a, this is a discovery because we don't really know what we think about this this concept so we're going to kind of just talk about it yeah today yeah. see if we could uncover what we what we feel or believe about this this topic and so it's um interpreting other people's experiences and choices in reference to one's own opinions which is to say when someone says i'm going to do something it seems to be that at least in our lives with with experience that we've had with some people not all people with some people their default response to hearing a thing that one individual wants to do is to reference that thing in context of their own opinion to feel would i do that thing and if they would not do that thing they feel the need to tell that person that it they should not do that thing and that it's a dangerous idea for example i am moving across the ocean right now for the second time if if i were to say to somebody hey i'm making this choice to move back across the ocean for a second time and if that person is like moving is a hassle flying across the ocean is a hassle you're doing it in covid i wouldn't do that that sounds really bad then they would say to me you shouldn't do that seemingly without trying to understand the greater con- context does that sum up what we're kind of talking about yeah yeah it does like i've experienced this a lot in my life like i'm compared to the community i grew up in i'm like quite progressive in nature and my life changes at a much more rapid pace and so then when i make a decision to change something in my life or to do something that's not normal people will come up to me like don't do that like i'm really concerned that you're doing that and you know you start this dialogue with them and well i'm like well i'm doing this for x y and z reasons why don't you think i should be doing this and then typically they start listing some reasons and usually those reasons are something that i've thought through personally and so i'll start like not in a healthy way like debating yeah why. i don't think those matter or why they do matter but i'm I, i'm acknowledging that they exist but it's okay and then like after the that conversation happens what people say, a lot of people say this, they're like, oh, I guess it's just something I would never do. Mm. And and for me, it's mm. like, I don't understand. Like, just because you wouldn't do something, just because the decision wouldn't ever be right for you, doesn't mean that it's wrong for everyone else. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, it's interesting because it, it seems to be that at first, one's response is well first it is like often a a contrary response typically that we get when we say we're doing something different it's usually not a oh nice like let's hear about that kind of response like there's some people that 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 i run into that are like that and i I would like to meet more of of such people Mm -hmm. but many times at least from the same from my um my past there have been individuals um that have come across that are it's that response it's first it's contrary response and then if we break if i if it's a person that which we care to have a dialogue then we break down the contrary response and after working through the different things it usually comes down to oh well i guess that's just something i wouldn't do so essentially that is the reason all along the other ones were just straw men for justifications um when ultimately it was that yeah I, like that's what I don't get. I'm like, why not just tell why me? Don't, what why don't why just start with that? Why not just start <laughs> yeah. with that? Just be like, this is something I would never do. Why are you doing it? Like that, yeah. I would. I'm like, okay, we can unpack this. I can understand Correct. why you would never do this. 
and yeah. then you can understand why I want to do this. And then you can have this like pro con discussion with that person, you know, open more of like a, a dialogue at that point to understand, you know, both parties thoughts behind the process. But if the other person is just going to not say that because they think that saying that is just not valid in an argument, then it's just like, what, how can we like, wh- why are you telling me then? Like, if you, let's talk about this. If you're, if you want to talk about it. Because if you already, if, if you, the reason why you don't want to say that is because you, you think that that's not a valid reason, then therein lies the answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then why are you saying it in the first place? Like, let's think about that for a moment, please. Let's unpack. Um, I much prefer if, if one is just going to start with the actual thing. Well, I don't think I could do that. So, why, why, you know, I don't think it's a good idea. Sure. So, okay. Another th- on that note then is what about like you or, or, or me as well? Like what, what, what's our base a- assumption when someone says something like they're going to do X, Y, or Z? Like is your default to be like to put it in context of yourself and be like, oh, well, I wouldn't do that. So therefore I'm going to say, and if that isn't the way you do it now, has that been something that you've experienced? I think it depends on who it is for me. If it's hmm. someone I know pretty well, I won't do it. But if it's someone I don't know very well, I would be like, oh, why are they doing that? I would never do it. Right. Hmm. And, and I feel like it comes from this place of, for me personally, I'm not yeah. generically saying this. It comes from a place of understanding a person. I feel like when hmm. I'm developing a relationship in which I feel both parties are trying to mutually understand each other to the best of their abilities, there's zero reason for me to do that. Like the way I would approach that situation then would be like, I see that you're making this decision. Can you please tell me like why you're doing that? Because I'm trying to understand you. I'm not trying to say that you shouldn't do that, you know, unless you were literally asking me or I thought you were putting yourself in some kind of harm. Then I would explicitly say that, but like most, like I'm not talking about those kind of decisions. Right. And I'm talking about just like, yeah non-life-threatening decisions stuff that people make right every other week so okay but like but then but then there are people like some people like i knew from college i'll see some life choices they've made and i'll be like what are they doing why are they doing that it's something i would never do and i feel like it's because my brain isn't as active and so it just it automatically biases my thoughts towards Hmm. what i think is normal Rather than because I'm like, I'm not actively participating in that relationship. Yeah. So it's just, it's whatever I think about. Like, I'm not choosing to think about it. So it's just, this is what comes to mind. Would another way to put that be that you, when it's not someone you know super well, you're lacking the context of that person. So then your brain is using the shortcut of your own context to try to be like, well, this is only, here's the input. I have only this context. Therefore, I make this assumption versus when it's someone you you do know really well, you, you, you already have the context of that person so your brain is like oh i know how to filter this based on everything i know about that person 100 percent, yeah hmm interesting what do you think i think in the past like as in 10 years ago so i would have been quite young i mean i'm still quite young i understand that uh, but i would have been younger <laughs> um <laughs> during those growth stages of like high school i i would have i would have pr- probably been on the side of just dr- direct interpretation through my own um my own context irregardless of who the person was Mm -hmm. i think i would have i think i would have put input in the frame of reference of myself 
Okay. And and then and then made a comment upon whether or not I thought it was a good thing to do yeah. or not. Though even then, I don't think I would have interjected my opinion if unless it was asked. Mm-hmm. I would have thought the thing, but I wouldn't have said you should or should not do unless asked. Even then, I would have still done that part. But I definitely know I would have taken the the contextual shortcut of just like, well, what I do it? Nope. Okay. Or yes, yeah. that's a great idea then. Mm-hmm. Um, though that started changing um, in through a, you know f- because of lots of reasons. Uh, mm-hmm. That started changing mid university and then even significantly more so once i've gotten into my professional mm-hmm. uh, life stage professional career stage of life that i now i might think it but like what i will interact with somebody is not is never that anymore yeah, yeah. it's like my my default thinking it kind of goes along to similar to a conversation we had in the past uh, on the podcast actually about like a default state of encouragement that really goes in in line with this mindset as well Mm-hmm. wherein when i interpret someone's choices that they've made i don't filter it through i mean i do because you, it's impossible not to but i don't like l- allow that to be the basis upon which i create an, um, a statement or an opinion or a feeling about yeah. how i you know I, i'm instead i'm like i want to know more about the person and why they might or might not um want to do it yeah and then based on the things that they say, I'm, <laughs> I might be like, yeah, that's a terrible idea. I don't do that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, right. That's still obviously an outcome. You know, some, some, some ideas are genuinely poorly thought out and, and then you can see that. But if you just make an, a snap judgment, you can't give that person the benefit of the doubt to try to explain. And they can't even go through a discovery process with you to determine if what they thought was a good choice or not. Yeah. Right. That's why if you let, if you say, well, let's hear about that. And then if they give reasons for why they're making a choice and then they actually realize themselves they don't have reasons, that's that's beneficial. And that's why I think it's good to mm-hmm. take that approach. So I think that's how I perceive other pe- other people's actions. It's not always easy, though. Like it is. I think I think what we're uncovering is that there is a legitimate like internal bias that happens just to make decision making and thought processes easier as a human. Yeah. So I think. I think that that is what we do. At least I can't say that <laughs> universally. I'm not doing any case studies here, but upon our soapbox on which we stand, that seems to be what we're, what we're realizing here. Mm-hmm. For example, um, the other day we were playing video games and you and one of our teammates were commenting on the, the game play after mm-hmm. we had finished the game. Mm-hmm. And I went to go get food and then I came back and I was in the chat still, and I heard the way that you guys were discussing the gameplay, mm-hmm. and you guys discussed me and my some of my gameplay. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, my brain went on a like the the choices of the way that you worded yourself. My brain went on a defensive loop mm. for some reason, mm-hmm. and and instead of trying to understand the context of of more of the of the conversation for some reason i interpreted it as you were discrediting my ability to yeah. understand the greater the greater situation like the, the, my discrediting my ability to understand what happened in the in the in the team fight essentially why we lost yeah and so i don't really know well for the other for the other teammate i actually don't know him very well so i wasn't sure there but in the case of you i could actually feel my mind 
fighting itself in the sense of like it was like i know that trevor is likely not saying what i think he's saying because of the context of the relationship i have with him but my brain was still being like no this is what he's (laughs) saying like he's discrediting you Hmm. and so my 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 interaction like this is not necessarily the same but it's like a related somewhat related topic to what we, we were just talking about wherein like my mind is going into a a thought loop like why like what do you think I, I told you about it too like we talked about it after yeah yeah you know? yeah yeah we had that discussion. so like you know that you knew that that happened but i'm trying to uncover like why did that happen in the first place like why did i have this moment of feeling like even though i knew that it probably wasn't that in the case of you again i didn't know about the other teammate but in the case of you like why like maybe because when it comes down to it like maybe more people think about things whether they realize it or not through what they already think is like right and what they already ah like Mm. when you experience something your brain thinks it knows what what's happened i mean like i know like i we know this happens right yes that has been studied. <laughs> that has been studied, and it's been proven. Like when you experience something, you think what you experience is is true, is fact, is a hundred percent. And so, like when you're like, especially if you're like third, like if you're just like hearing this kind of like not involved in the conversation, and two people are talking about it, and it doesn't match up with what your brain's already determined to be true, I think it's natural to get defensive. It's like I'm uh, my brain is trying to to trying to figure out why my experience wasn't real. And that's very difficult to wrap your brain around. Mm. Right. And I think it takes a lot of training to, when you do a certain task or you're experiencing something to be like, there's a chance for me to take a bias here or like to understand that my experience might not be what it actually is in reality, but this is the way I'm perceiving it. And, And to think about that stuff in that way, is is difficult so like it makes sense that you got defensive about your play or whatever because it wasn't what you thought it was right you know well the way in which you were discussing it wasn't the way in which i thought that it was yeah i I mean like and then that was a different thing too like in the actual conversation it was like when when this friend and i analyzed our gameplay like before you kind of got back onto the video game scene like we we just have a really aggressive way to analyze our play and yeah. analyze our teammates play like we just say it how we think it is kind of thing mm-hmm. and so i i think when we're doing that we're also inputting some bias as to what we thought happened in the situation which is going to be partly wrong right and we we observe that because we, when we watch the vod back everyone was wrong everyone yeah. had a different picture of what was happening right side note we did have this recorded and we did check and yes every single one of us was actually wrong about what actually happened (laughs) yeah and so it's just like the human brain dude it's weird how it works but i i I think we're saying all this to say is that when you're talking to people understand that your brain's probably thinking through your own experience and your own opinions whether you realize it or not yeah and the sooner you understand that and the sooner you understand like understand how to communicate with that knowledge your conversations are just going to be more fluid and and feel more real and more caring that's that's how i think about it yeah which given that situation i I do think 
ultimately that is what prevailed right because we did we were able to like break it down mm-hmm. afterwards and have a discussion and be like okay yeah this is like what actually happened and like i was not you know upset and neither neither were you yeah it was just so yeah you know it's just so interesting to like have caught my brain in the act so to speak <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know like i noticed it and i knew that this was a thing that was happening that wasn't what i as a it's an ego right as a per as like an individual i it was not what i wanted to to be experiencing and not even what i knew to be true but this was a thing that the other part of my brain the part that i'm not well i am but i'm not well it's complicated that thing reacted in a way in which i was like huh and then I was able to like third, basically like a third person view this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so strange. Like, is it because in general, like as a rule, like I, I prefer direct criticism and feedback rather than not, you know what I mean? Like that's even a thing that I actually do in my life and, yeah. and do with, with, with you and others. It's just like, in that moment, the things I think this is another thing we didn't discuss though yet. Mm. I think another reason why it happened is when that kind of thing happens. I think it also goes into play what you actually believe about yourself, right? Mm. What what if I actually think that I am really bad, and I did actually, you know, I don't want to think. I want to think. I want to give myself the benefit of the doubt, and I want to say that like we're all um, le- learning, and like these are things. But what if? the the underlying part of my brain is like no you actually suck and you know that therefore what they're saying is true whether it is or not because because like we 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 analyze and it wasn't true neither what my brain thought nor what you guys were saying was actually true but what my response was i think may have also been influenced by that that i wasn't thinking because another layer underneath of that all i think what you said was true about it but i think this has a play as well yeah. It's like, and you, and you're, and you're, they're right. <laughs> you do <laughs> oh. suck. Cause I, cause like, what if that's what I believe about myself? Yeah. In, a, in, in an internal level, not like in a cerebral level. Mm-hmm. My cerebral says I don't suck and I can learn to get better. But like my, my more subconscious or animalistic self might think, no, nah, that's actually not true. Like you do actually suck. My monkey brain <laughs> might think that <laughs> part. Brain. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think about that. Which full circle here might relate back to our original topic of when in we interpret others experiences through this quick reaction or ordinary response that is often voiced is the thing of that person whether they really do it or like mean it or not is like yeah and i that's impossible for me to do therefore like you just have this initial like even if you didn't mean it you have this like reactionary response that says nope yeah because that's what that's what you actually believe even if cerebrally you're like oh i could have a discussion with somebody like your monkey brain is like no no not fam like that's not possible it's just so difficult to try and get into inside someone else's reality it's like everyone's reality is subjective like trying to jump on like like this is like especially true when it comes to like a marriage kind of relationship right where you're trying to understand that person's reality for the next like however many years that you're married and you're like that is i mean like what we're both almost five years into marriage and like right i would say that neither of us are there yet right we're way closer right than we were five years ago but that's so subjective right how how can you define closer when you don't even know what that other person's like end reality is like what it actually is right 
Well, there's the whole idea of like what is where, like where where is where you're going. Like there isn't. I don't think there's like you said. Like we're almost we're, we're closer, but we're not there. But I'm like, where is there? Like I don't think there is there. Mm. I think there is a myth that we tell ourselves. I think instead it's like the journey is the point kind of idea, mm. wherein and many philosophies talk about this. Um, many Eastern philosophies talk about this. Many Western philosophies talk about that. The one that I'm going to reference is Alan Watts because I just like how he combines the two. And he has a great talk on um, that the, the the playing. He talks about life in the in the context of being um, a play, an act, like a, a theater play, basically, mm-hmm. or a game. He'll use that, um, that uh, metaphor. And he says that the playing is the point. Like the point is not to win the game. Mm-hmm. The point is not to finish the play. The point is to act in the play. The point is to play the game. Yeah. Like you don't you don't play the game to win, really. You play the game to have the experience of playing the game. Whether or not the game is has a high point or a low point doesn't even matter. The point is doing it. Yeah. So like living is the point of life is living. Which is like if you think about it, like sure, that makes sense, but like to actually internalize that and feel that, I think is really challenging. But I think it applies with like a relationship like a long-term relationship like a marriage as well it's like you're not getting anywhere really the point is the the understanding of each other over time mm-hmm. right like because because if you try to say where where am i getting to like you just said it you're like well how can you I really understand someone when i don't because it's like their reality i can't actually ever know exactly where i am so i think it's the experiencing of that that is what it is yeah I, I agree about realities though like like you said every single individual it's so strange that we all have our own you know realities like we're a bunch of little mini universes running around essentially yeah yeah <laughs> each one of us is a universe unto themselves and it's wild and we're supposed to <laughs> get along <laughs> yeah i would even say that most people don't even realize that either oh they don't think yeah. in, in that scale or in those terms hmm. i mean i know i didn't always i only did with started within the last like couple of years in those mm. terms i should say yeah. right right it's it's i don't know for me it's a helpful way to parse relationships and growing up and getting along in life yeah understanding people's behavior that's what's really helped me with that which is another interesting thing. Like we we're talking about similar things, but because we have different realities, like we are parsing that information in different ways that's beneficial to us. Like for you, you just said that's been helpful for understanding human behavior. Mm-hmm. But for me, these these the kinds of conversations and that methodology of thinking has been helping me find like peace with existence, basically. Mm. So it's like each of us has a different set of things that is important to us and those are the things that that we uncover yeah along the way i think if i had any advice to give someone to try and like be the most real with everyone around you is to like be vigilant with your like automatic thinking processes be Mm. slow to 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 try and understand something and slow to make quick judgments or like snap judgments yeah. Don't just don't just rely on your 
your experiences and your current knowledge to try and understand a situation like use that yes but don't make it the only part that you're using to try and figure out and understand a situation Mm. so like don't rely entirely on intuition yeah and and notice when your mind makes a snap judgment yeah i think is a way to summarize Mm -hmm. yeah i really like that that's that's really concise good way to to sum to sum that up i mean because obviously i don't think anyone really wants to be the person that i don't think anyone wants to be in a relationship where they're the person that doesn't understand what the other person is wants or is trying to do right that's usually i would say not i'd be confident to say that's not the desire yeah (laughs) and so i'm like well how do we all not be that person this is kind of like a simple way to say it Mm. don't rely solely on intuition and notice the, the snap just the snap judgments because like those happen They're, it's unavoidable mm-hmm. which i think at the beginning of this we were trying to discover this this concept and maybe we discovered at least for ourselves that it it's unavoidable but it's what you do with knowing that it's unavoidable that makes the difference when it comes to your yourself other people you obviously you can't control other people so they're going to do what they're, they're going to be how they're going to be <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then you have to deal with that in a, in and of itself um you know which is a good point actually we didn't even talk about that like okay when someone does make a, a judgment on on you for a choice that you made in context of themselves and they're like oh well, i would never do that so don't do it you shouldn't do it like one way to respond to that would be to be angry at that person how mm-hmm. could you think that like i don't you know me and i that wouldn't be that way like that's what you could that's a way to respond to that yeah obviously that's not the way that you responded and not the way that that i've responded to people who have made any comments about choices that i've made either but so there's that aspect as well the the controlling of your own response is the thing that matters yeah but that's also hard to control like we just talked about where and even if you know (laughs) that, that you don't want to be like upset you can still end up being upset Mm -hmm. so then you have to process that (laughs) and it keeps going but that's i mean that's life though i think Mm -hmm. well uh thanks everyone for listening to this conversation this discovery i'm not entirely sure if we made sense but i feel like that every time so i appreciate appreciate that um feel free to engage in this conversation with us you can find us uh, on Twitter at Caleb Anderson and at Trevor Lee Seidel. Sounds good. Thanks, everyone.